What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast, episode 120. Man, we are getting up there. Full studio today. Got me and the boys. Full house. Myself, Nikki Q. What's going on, my man? What's up? We're here. Eli, how's it going, bud? Hello, Frankie. How are you? Good, man. Very Good. formal. Yes, I love that. Jared, you ready to talk sports? No. No. <laughs> Too formal. <laughs> I know you had a good weekend, but we'll definitely get to it. Um, Eli, you sent the funniest snap earlier about a phishing email. And I just, I want to get into the mind of someone that, um, actually falls for one of these phishing emails. So if you can set the stage for us, please. Yeah. So we're, we're going to paint the image from somebody sending the phishing email, right? Cause that's the only way we can really digest what I witnessed. So. This email had to be built so that even your 72 year old coworker doesn't click on it. And like for, for the older corporate folk, it's like opening mail. There's no risk, right? They're going through the pages to ripping it apart. It doesn't matter. This, this email, and I'm sure everybody who's in corporate has seen the phishing button at the top of their outlook or whatever it is. There was not one word spelled right in this email. <laughs> not one word. Like it's it's those memes that have like the dented head. Like that meme wrote it was like Microsoft Corporation, take every letter you've ever used to spell those two words, remove it. Jumble it all up. It was the craziest thing and it was like please rewrite password, everything spelled wrong, caps where they don't belong. And like dude, there there comes a time where it's like, if you fall for that, are you an instant fire? I think you have to be, man. Like, I was telling you, as soon as you sent me that and I read through it, I want to meet someone. I really want to meet someone and talk to them and pick their brain uh, of someone that fell for this email. I would love to sell the person who falls for that email a beachfront property in Oklahoma, dude, because <laughs> they shouldn't drive. Yeah, like, they shouldn't have a driver's license. You, I don't even know. Can you eat on your own? Like, it was like... And I've worked in IT before, so, like, I get it. I get the unplug and plug in. I understand all the dynamics of IT. That's really all it is. But, like, there's limits. And it's, like, all of us deal with, like, important information. If you fall for that, you have to – that's, like, tearing both ACLs and UCLs and breaking a vertebrae in your back and then trying to ask for a new a new contract. It's, you just can't. There's just no possible way. The amount way. of words that were spelled wrong in that email were... Every dude. word. Dude, Everyone. You know which one I love is when the CEO of your company asks you specifically for, like, Visa gift cards. Dude, I've gotten texts. <laughs> like, bro, what? How are you falling for this? So I can say it now because I don't work there anymore. Right? Was my former boss. <laughs> No complaints. All good. You can look at my LinkedIn. It's right there. Put Fuck two and two you. together. Okay, well, he paid for a lot of my meals. But it's a nice guy. I would I get texts and it would be like, hey, it's no free ads. Can you sign up for this link? We we need to give out Amazon gift cards. And I'm like, dude, like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was I uh, I used to work for a minor league hockey team and the first day on the job. It's like an email sent to me directly from, you know, the owner slash CEO slash, you know, president of fucking operations, whatever he called himself. The first day, 
Like, people really think that someone that important is going to send you an email asking you for fucking iTunes gift cards? Like, come on, man. (laughs) Can you transfer $1,000 in crypto to me via (laughs) iTunes gift cards? I'm in a tough spot here. Also, who use iTunes anymore? Fishing fishing is everywhere. Sorry, Jerry, I'm going to cut you off. Fishing is everywhere. We used to have a fax machine at the dealership and would get faxes. Uh, How does that even work? Two, uh, my my dad would get them, <clears throat> just saying mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm your yeah. I'm your cousin, and uh, you're the sole person in the family." I'm a Nigerian and, prince. And we have a Canadian gem and mining company, and you have an eight million dollar insurance contract that's owed. They're on fax machines. Bro. Well, you guys are on that fax as well. Machines. Dude, we're gonna be rich. Yeah, dude. You guys are kind of making me feel shitty because I got in trouble at work for you a fell phishing for one email. Of those? No, well here, here's oh, the email. Jared. I fell for no, one. no, 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 no. Look at this. Oh, Look at this. No, you have the email. Yeah, so it's from Amazon. They sent it out December 11th, which is right before Christmas. I didn't do anything. I didn't click any links. I just opened the email and I didn't report it. And oh, well, I feel like right. this was sent to your work email? Yeah, look, there's nothing spelled wrong. But right? what would you order from your work email from Amazon? Well, my I didn't know if Ashley my ordered fiance something from your had, work email? Well, just had like put my work email to know like this is coming at this time. If I'm not home, you know, please know because people steal packages and shit like that. I'm at work just to know like when something's being delivered. So I opened it. And I didn't, there's no links. There's a PDF, which I didn't open and I didn't report it. There's no, right? You saw it. Why would you get an Amazon email to work though? I feel like I just gave you the reason. Yeah, but that's not a reason though. Like there's no reason. The first thing I would do would be like, I would be like, Hey, you didn't put my work email on a Amazon order, right? I sent that to her. She said no, but I didn't report it. I was like, cool, delete. But because I opened the email and didn't report it, I have to do like some You're some fired. fishing seminar <laughs> something now. I hope they don't give snacks. Well, because I opened an email and did nothing with the it. The thing is, like, I I feel like you shouldn't fault people. Obviously, if you click the link, that's like the worst thing. But if no, you just perfect. open it and don't report it, I feel like that shouldn't be really anything wrong. Because like I'm not doing extra work for the company. Like, yeah, who cares like sh- if like I don't report it? You know what I mean? I'm the devil's advocate <laughs> here. If I see like a Hulu email come through to my work, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that doesn't belong there. Like, this isn't where they'd be contacting. No, me. yeah, I get that thought process, but then like, who cares if you don't report it though? Like, you just don't fall for it. Like, you did some your job. sweaty dude in IT cares, dude. Now it's probably like busy that day. I've gotten some other stuff where I thought it was phishing, and I sent it to my boss, and he was like, "Yeah, this is bullshit. Just delete it." Dude, I report everything. So that's what I did. I saw it was bullshit, so I just deleted it. If it's not my job, I report it. I just it's just, it has nothing to do with me. I and just, now I feel like an asshole. See you later. Going back to the Nigerian prince thing, it was recently, like last week. Um, I saw this article talking about and this guy in Cleveland. He, he did the Nigerian prince thing to city officials, and he stole like $10 million from the city of Cleveland. Deserves it. City official. Yeah, he deserves I, it, I feel dude. like, yeah, if you're a city official and you're dumb enough to fall for that, like you should let that guy go free of charge. I have one word. It starts with a G. Guillotine. <laughs> we, for the city officials that fell for it, yeah. Guillotine. We just got to bring that back. You're that haphazard with our money, our tax dollars yeah. that we owe so don't deserve to spend? Guillotine. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Public beheadings back. That'd Dude, be we cool. had a fun conversation at lunch today during work, and we were like, 
How cool would it be if they had a purge, but it was like for pedophiles? So all the people on Watchdogs, like once a year, we still had to go out and hunt them. <laughs> dude, that'd be awesome. I would love that. Have you ever gone? Fire on, up the wood chippers, dude. Have you ever gone on the Megan's Law website? No, your neighborhood? I can't do that to it's myself. Freak you out? Don't do it. It's yeah, weirdly occurrent. Yeah, don't do it. There's like exercise 20... my Second Amendment right, and mm-hmm. yeah, death penalty is very, very much in play for those. I'm not going to call them humans. They don't deserve that. Yeah, it would be cool if they put on something like that and we can watch the spectators. Like, dude, I'd buy a fucking pay per view. Like, dude, Chris Hansen, but they die. Yeah, or like bringing Fire back, or like bringing back the Coliseum, where oh, it's like yeah, gladiator battered. Yeah, certain people convicted of things. It's like, okay, we'll put you in this arena with like ten lions. You get no weapons, but if you survive, like you're good. That'd be cool to watch. And then we that just, would be cool. You know, you just die, right? When you yeah, win anyway, because you deserve it, because you're trash. You just never, you just never let them out of the cage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. there's ten lions. Even when they win, like they don't, because they die. Yeah, but I don't want the uh, lions to possibly get hurt. How? I think they're okay, Jared. Yeah, I think they're fine, dude. I, I think you're know, overestimating yourself here. We can, keep a, we can keep a sniper on them. Yeah, are, you, are you a guy that thinks he can take a lion? Absolutely not. <laughs> I take a big dog, dude. A uh, horse-sized dog. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I don't oh, want we're not getting back into do, that. You know what I'll do watching that? I'll drink a fucking beer. Yo, uh, hey, uh, real quick, I just want to cheers to Ralph. Uh-oh. I got it. So I got a call from him yesterday. And I'm, I don't want to steal, steal Ralph's spotlight. But basically, he was calling me about the KZ Media and had some insurance questions, and I'm a broker. So... First of all, I felt great because I actually knew what the fuck I was talking about and was able to answer all his questions and like guide him. That's nice. Into like, here's what you could do and I would make a lot of money and it'd be great, but I wouldn't do that because like liability, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, we get to talking and Ralph's got some really cool film opportunities coming up. So, um, obviously for anyone who's a fan of our podcast, uh, this wouldn't be possible without Ralph and the podcast room and all of his super hard work. And he's a super due diligent guy. He's a veteran. He's a great human being. And I just want to say cheers to Ralph and we love you. And we are super excited about your endeavors. We know you you got some shout outs from, um, you know, the Lehigh Valley got some recognition as the top 10 post-production service company, um, and entertainment business. And you're absolutely incredible, Ralph. So we love you. Good luck with all your future endeavors, with the filming that's coming up, and we can't wait to see what happens. So cheers to Ralph. Yes. We drink to you. More beers. We got a great beer. Yes, Eli brought the beer. Tell us about this beer, Eli. Yeah, this is, um, so I got to shout out, uh, Pat Brandon. Get get doxxed. (laughs) And my dad. Clean your teeth, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, New Trail Brewing. They kind of inter- so I've always been like iffy on the IPA train because searing IPA sun headaches even if it's midnight. But New Trail Brewing is easily the best grouping of IPAs I've ever had in my life. These IPAs could make anybody, even if you don't like beer, like IPAs. Um, this one is called Stormy Horizons. They're literally batting a thousand. They're Ichiro in your local adult league. It's disgusting. <laughs> they don't miss. There's a hazy double IPA. Notes of brilliant tropical fruits and dank resin. Dude, talk to me nice. 16 ounces. I want 17. 9.1% alcohol. Cascade, HBC 586, and Chinook for all you, you brew guys out there. I mean, this thing is just an absolute workhorse, dude. 
this yeah, is I mean, insane. Yeah, it's it's all the the citrusy, you know, tropical fruit flavors with no bite at the end. Um, nine point one, nine point one for a double IPA, yeah. and it's a cool name. I feel like Stormy Horizons is an awesome name, awesome can. It's um, concerning that I could drink like six of these during high around around a round of golf. I could operate a golf cart off some of these. Dude. Yeah, no doubt. Drinkability is real high. It's yeah. gross how high the drinkability. This is this might be one of my favorite beers that we've ever honestly I'm reviewed. I'm not an IPA guy uh, during like the the heat of summer, but you could drink this as long as it's cold in fucking ninety degree weather. Like put me on the beaches 100%. of Normandy, dude. I could drink this beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to defend this country that's, for this beer. That's pretty bold. Yeah, so I'm, down. Um, I'm getting it's just all that tropical fruity flavor with no with no bite at all. Um like we said, drinkability's high, the can's sick. Um I'm gonna go like in an eight eight, man. This is such a good beer. Nine point one percent. Um yeah, I mean I just this is awesome. Uh yeah, I I I don't know what this tastes like. There's no predominant flavor like in some IPAs. You just get a ton of grapefruit or anything. It's just smooth, crisp. Uh, fuck, it's so good. I, I'm gonna match you, Frank. Eight, 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 eight. It, it just it, that sounds like a good number for this. Yeah. So I have this like weird thing that I kind of like did on accident. And then kind of realize after a while that I tend to like rate a beer around its ABV. <laughs> and it was like if it was better than I thought it was going to be, I would go higher than the ABV, but stay in the range. I think this is one of the best beers that I've ever had. Legitimately, this thing is just a tank for 9.1%. Dude, you take, we did it. You take a shot of JMO and you drink one of these. And I'm telling you, dude, you're going to start calling family members you have bad relationships with and fixing it. Like, this thing's going to make your life better. Jared, your phone's ringing. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, go ahead, dude. So, (laughs) this is the biggest rating I've ever given easily. This is a 9.7 for me. This beer, there's just, I don't see an improvement. Like, I genuinely don't. I have to leave the little, the little margin because I'm not convinced it's the best beer I've ever had. I don't know how I can be convinced of that. I don't know the 10 is out there. Whenever you come in your pants after a sip, that's the 10. Okay, well, you know, but, yep. I mean, that's the this one. beer checks off every single box that I could possibly think of. So I just have to just give it its flowers. I respect it, and I think you guys are spot on. Um, I mean, dude... When you look at the can and you see Stormy Horizons, Hazy Double, you think you're in for a punch. And that's not the case at all. It's incredibly refreshing. It's juicy. It's sweet. And for 9.1, to Frank's point, like, dude, you could put these down. And no no matter what the weather is, I I don't think I've ever had a beer as refreshing as this at at a 9.1 level. Um, minus absolutely, but that's obviously, um, you know, that's my choice. Uh, beauty be the beholder. This is probably my third favorite beer in the world. Now that I've had it, I got to give it a nine, seven. 
Um, I, dude, I could drink, I could drink these until I fell on my ass. And this is get the up. highest rated beer we've ever had. Yeah, this is, uh, this is incredible. Shout this out is to like Pat. Beer of the year. Not we, only does Pat know his beers, but he's also an incredible dentist. So if you need great your teeth golfer. Clean, yeah, I mean, he's just good at everything and he's a total bro. He gives you laughing gas. Yeah, I'm not surprised that Pat would send us a beer so amazing. So, God, I want I wish he had like another four pack. I want more. We can get more. We can get more. So this we will the average more. the average we just gave out rounds to a nine five. Dude, we should research our TikTok. Nine four. Our TikTok's been down lately. We should do like uh, how many of these we can drink on the golf course, and then somebody's wife will come pick us That's up. Dangerous. Nine bro. three. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, we'll do it. When that oh, snow man. melts, we're out there. Dude, the Ichiro Suzuki <laughs> analogy slash metaphor slash synonym was incredible, by the way, Eli. I got to give you props for that. Thanks, man. You inspired me. You guys want to play a game? Yes. Yeah, sure. I do want to play a game. All right. Goats of all goats to never win a championship. To never win a championship. We can't say Ichiro because obviously that was the first one. In any sport? Or any, just sport any, any sport. You got to throw Dan Marino in there a Charles little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're going to go around in a circle. Okay, I'm not bad. All right, so we'll go. Eli said Dan Marino. Frank's got Charles Barkley. I will go. Can I give another two? Calvin Johnson. So like now it. it goes to Nick. Come back to me. I have another one. All right, so I'd Nick Lawson. I'd, I'd, I'd say like Arch Manning. AI, 100%. Nick's out. Allen say Allen Iverson. No, Alan, he's out. He lost. He lost. We're going to go until we lose. That's, That's a good too one. Many oh, sports, too many sports, bro. It's too many fucking sports. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Are we keep are we keep going? Yeah, now it's Frank's turn. Uh, I'll go football or any Moss. Wait, he didn't win. Oh wait, no, Eli Manning. Man, he got blown up on the perfect season. He, the real goat of goats, Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are my main ones. I have to think. Oh, Eli, dude, I have one in the barrel. Oh, I got Who a is good it? one. Yeah, no, give it to me. No, no, you're, you're up. We're gonna give you time. Um. Okay. Oh, we can't I would take too much time. Yeah, we can't take too much time. We'll give you a minute. You said you already said Magic Johnson. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no just uh, skip me. What are your What are yours? Uh, my next one's Champ Bailey. Okay. Well, oh wait, no, with Denver. Nope. Denver Broncos. Google it. He oh, was not on the team Google during it. that time. Google it. He just I did. got a good one though. Easy one. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is a great one. Running back of all time. Ran out of his hips, dude. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I feel like his longevity wasn't there. He's still a like goat, a goat, though. Everybody's running out of their hips. Sport, goat. He's a. I feel like that like makes him goat status, though. Yeah, Russell Wilson. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. Um, hey man, I just let like me deal prob- with the two yard slant, okay? I mean, Patrick Ewing's another easy one. Nick fan, of course. Joe Russell. Josh Allen's going to be the next one. We'll be oh, talk- don't say that. We'll be, Relax, we'll be talking so about him in five years. Don't say that. I know. Emma Holmes might have the evil arc now, but like, we can't. We get, Josh has to get. Big Joshy boys got to get one at some point. The boys have to go up to Buffalo and get some wings to encourage it. We'll yeah. break some tables. Chauncey dude. Billups. Yeah. Uh, Chauncey Billups a goat, though. Yeah, you're kind, of. you're kind of reaching at that yeah, point. Kind of Dude, wasn't he on the... Uh, no, he wasn't. He was young when he was on no, like that sick he was never young. Team. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Everyone makes a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I feel NBA, like if you're in a Hall of Fame yeah, and you don't want to chip, NBA, you're yeah. still kind of a goat. You're like a goat, though. Yeah. You know the greatest of all time applies like yeah. one person, right? 
It's like a one person category. Well, he's a goat of his generation. He's a he's a a superstar. I think it's a better verbiage. Bro, you tripped up and you're coming at me. Chauncey Billups is not a goat of a generation, yeah, dude. No matter how you cut it. Dude, come on. Don't like, come I, at me over Chauncey, dude. Uh, you, can nice. say, you, you say Chauncey because you're uh, you, you're you're an Eastern Carolina kind of guy, dude. All right, you just you have a little bias to the word. Ralph Kiner, then. Like, Ralph Lucchese. Ralph Kiner, dude. Move on to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did. All right. So we know that Frank that and I cool. know our sports history. No, that, that was <laughs> cool. fuck you guys. Hey, um, I gave a couple. Jared Coast. You ain't beaten AI and Dan Marino on either of those, dude. Yeah. Okay. Dude, don't say that, Nick. Jared. Last <laughs> so many, week. So close. Golf, Hideki cash for you at plus money for a top 20, but he scored the lowest round of golf to win the Genesis Invitational at Riviera, hosted by Tiger. What a sick round. Dude, can you imagine having the balls to shoot a 62 on Sunday? Yeah, to win. Like, that's just insane, bro. Like, okay, he fired off a 62 on Friday or his opening round, but to win, come from behind and win. It's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, Patrick Cantley choked it away, but still, you catch a nice Patrick Cantley is, dude, he sucks, bro. <laughs> like, he can't finish. In top 20 uh, for plus 377? Not terrible. It's kind of crazy that he was at, because I saw tickets for 70 to 1 for a Deki Matsuyama to win. I saw 90 to 1 out there and at one wow. point. 90 to 1, dude. Should have put the house on it. We should have put the podcast studio on it. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Don't hey, Ralph, that, Ralph. Bud, we got <laughs> some news, buddy. Some bad news. <laughs> We're going to be paying you in installments what for you got quite going some on time. This week, Jared? Uh, I'm not doing Mexico Open. No, I'm not just about taking it. a break. Yeah, just, uh, just going to wait till Arnold Palmer. It's when we're reload. Yeah, I like that. But, I mean, Hideki, I feel like after what he did last week, has I mean, and he was 22 at Waste Management, he's now become an auto bet in every major, and the players, maybe the Memorial, because, I mean, dude, typically, he's in like the 30 to 1 range. That's solid value. And, I mean, dude, when he gets hot, is there anybody better? Yeah, he was on fire. How do you feel about uh, his one? Would he have a chip that the ball was still oscillating? Is yeah, the I word they I used? I don't know. I, I don't hate know. that word. That was crazy. I was like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" Yeah, that's a that's stupid not for word. me to say, dude. We we have lax rules when we play. So yeah, um, I mean, there's no way. Even if that ball was moving, there's no way like he could have he could have known in that moment. Like that was the craziest, smallest. Like I don't, you you can't even say an inch. It's less than an inch. It's less than a centimeter. It's less than a millimeter. Like, I mean, to the naked eye, that ball is not moving. I know they have those super high def cameras yeah. that maybe it moved, but there's just no way. Give it time, man. Ten seconds. Yeah, I never thought, know. I thought it really it's, it, well, it's it's not like he has a history of cheating either. Yeah, it's no, like it's not like it. he's um oh god, why am I blanking on his name now? His wife has the burner. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed yeah, dude. It's, it's not like it's Patrick Reed and that happened to him. Like Hideki Matsuyama, probably the most honorable guy on tour. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. Shout out to Willie Z. Yeah, I want man. I want him to win. So I want bad. dude. When Luke List started creeping around, man, hearing yeah, Will's on tours and Luke List next to each other. Oh. I didn't like that. And dude, like to see Zaltors come back from what he's currently dealing with. He obviously had the loss that we all heard about, but like not to, like the back surgery. 
I can't golf without back surgery. You know <laughs> yeah, what like I mean? Major like, dude, that is crazy to see some of these guys come back from like these. Dude, that's just like I don't. I don't understand. They're not even human, man. Like you're crazy. You're, you're it's a hole in one. Gets a vehicle. Yeah, that hole. Shout out that caddy though, bro. Yeah, you want to talk about right place, right time, dude? Up. You just pull a whip. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that was cool that they did it for the not only the golfer but the caddy too. Like, dude, caddies are like people cat- too. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? Like they vote, they drive. Like it's yeah, dude. Watch full swing, man. Yeah, they get forgotten. Not about, the best. But that was cool that they did it for the caddy. Uh, so Tiger Woods' uh, kid Charlie is currently in a pre-qualifier at 15 years old to play at the next PGA Open. I'll never be yeah, anything, that's like, dude. I saw, 15, bro. <laughs> is, it, is it the next tournament, Jared? The Cognizant No, it's for the Honda Classic. Classic. It's for the Honda Classic. No, that one. What did he just say? Yeah, it's for the Honda Classic. Is it? Yeah. It's uh, Cognizant Classic. Yeah, actually. which is the Honda Classic. Oh, is that, Honda. Yeah, yeah, Honda. They didn't renew their sponsorship from last year. I forgot yeah. about that. So yeah. Yeah, you guys don't drive a Honda, Honda Cognizant? Bro, if Charlie Woods is playing at 15 years old on my television. Crazy, that's crazy. Oh my is that God. how old he is? 15? He's, he's young, man. He's young. He was, you only, can, he was a freshman in high school this past year. No, he's a sophomore now. Sorry. Yeah, he's a sophomore now. So he can play on tour as an amateur. Yeah, well, as long as he qualifies, any amateur could play on tour. Just like that guy from Alabama. Dude, here's yeah. an interesting one. Doesn't who, get paid, though. Crazy. Who, no, he did not get paid for that. Who will win an event first? Charlie or Tiger? Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Easily Charlie. 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 I Charlie, think Tiger's dude. toast. They're not yeah. going to let him cart around, bro. bro I don't he, care what it does what, for the what new What was logo. the deal with Tiger dipping he, he out of Riviera? The, like, did you really flu. think he was sick or he was just like, I'm not going to do well, I'm, body, I'm done? Yeah, his body was hurt. Dude, he just like... He, he has nothing left to, to prove anymore, man. Like I get, it's like well, I love him. He does so, but I love seeing like I love seeing Tiger in like the four play videos, and like I like seeing Tiger just love the sport. I care way more about that at this point than seeing him compete for wins, dude. He's done it all. They said I saw a stat the other day. It was either ninety nine or two thousand. If he stopped playing right there, he already had like this many wins and this many that it was like in his first two years dude it's like disgusting the guy's accomplished so much obviously you're still gonna get those stupid golf purists where it's like the pga live guys and oh jack nicholas blah, blah, blah. i have a golf cart in my profile picture and my family all hates me and i don't know why like you have those people on the internet and i fight with them every day but at the end of the day dude like what could tiger possibly do in his current state that's going to convince you any more that he's a good golfer. I want him to caddy for Charlie. Yeah, but for him, I, he for wants him, majors, he wants he wants to he wants Jack's record, dude. Yeah. Like he has he, said that over and over. Do you think again. he gets it though? Do you think we're Brett Farving? No. Are we Brett Farving? Is he going to start stealing? But dude, from you a never volleyball? know, man. Like, I mean, like Phil Mickelson won a major at what fifty-one years yeah, old. Yeah, but he's lefty. It's different, <laughs> dude. But I he's mean, Tiger. Yeah, yeah but well, he's lefty. But his body is like breaking. But I what think. if, like, here's the thing. Here's my my point of view. If he's not playing as much as he used to and only plays maybe one or two other events outside of the majors, and he really just grinds and works on it, but not to the point where his, you know, his body can't handle it, like, dude, he's still one of the greatest players of all time. And like he says, he still has his hands. So if he can hit fairways and hit greens and regs, like he doesn't have to bomb. 
He doesn't have to like get out of trouble if he can keep himself out of trouble. Obviously, when he was younger, you know, he'd get out of trouble and he'd hit a fucking three iron from behind trees in the rough and smash a green. He's not going to do that anymore, but he's experienced. And I mean, I'm not, I don't think like, dude, would you fall off your chair if, if Tiger won a major in the lot in the no. next three years? No, I, but no I, way. I, I would w- just think he has like to do like a lot of specific things, like not playing any other tournaments. He might need a cart, honestly. Like, which I don't Tiger think caddying never, for Charlie is going to help him either. Tiger said he would never drive in yeah. a cart. Ever in yeah, he would have somebody drive him. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird pride thing. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's like, what is he chasing though, dude? Like at this point, physically, I just I don't get it. I'm a loser. I'm a a loser, dude. Like I'm not I'm not speaking towards Tiger in a way of like anybody with any bearing on anything, right? I'm just a fan, dude. I watched Tiger win at CVS one time on my phone. He did the fist pump. Then I got fired up. Paid a lot of money. Well, Insurance this, sucks dude. in the United States. When, but he, when he was young, like Jack Nicholas was probably like one of his idols or a guy that he like. Dude, if you were four platinum albums away for John Mayer, and you were fucking tanking, you're telling me you still wouldn't be going for it? I don't feel the need to beat my idols. I guess I just feel the need to have my path, and it's like when your path is done. I think it's worth noting. Is my only That's point. Fair. I don't, I don't, if, use the John Mayer example, if John Mayer inspired me to do something great, I wouldn't fight with every fiber of my being to beat him by an inch on my last leg. I would be very satisfied with what I did to compete with him. I don't want to take out my heroes. I want them to exist forever. And the second that you beat your hero and take their place imposter syndrome sets in a little bit for anybody who's all in on their craft. Do you cannot find anybody in this world all in on their craft that does not have imposter syndrome a little bit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Derek Jeter. Dude, yeah. He, the only imposter Mariana syndrome Rivera. Derek Jeter has is that he probably has a little more credit than he deserves. Mo Rivera, no imposter syndrome, but I mean, I just, I, hear your point, I hate though. to see people limp to the finish line. Like it counts. I want to see a strong push the whole time, and when it's time to chalk it, chalk it. Everyone's career is unique. You're all great. You're all against different fields. Tiger would have done different against Jack's field, just as Jack would have done different against Tiger's field. That's fair. So it's like, I don't feel the need to compete generation against generation. I just want to see that person compete until it doesn't make sense anymore. And, and that's the biggest point there is like, it is a generation. We, he, there he, could be multiple goats. He has our generation. No doubt. Forever. A lot of golfers. Dude, even Michael Jordan said that if I grew up watching Tiger, I don't know if I would have wanted to play basketball. Yeah. It's everything changes, man. It's all different. I also, we obviously can't dive into his mind because we never interviewed him and we don't know Tiger. We're not that good. But, you know, I think he's also like, he, like to your point, he loves golf and he cares about it and he's going to get out there when he can and he wants to grow the game and he knows that people are going to watch when he plays. And I think what he did this weekend at Riviera playing with Gary Woodland, who just beat brain cancer, and he was like, obviously he loves to play with JT and he plays when he can. He's like, let's put Gary in here because I know that ESPN Plus, which you know is obviously subscription based golf viewing, like they're going to be on us, and then people that are getting on CBS at 3 p.m. are going to see you know our last six holes. See, that's on the Tiger time. I like. 
he he I don't wants care Gary about to get Tiger that exposure. trying to win anymore, yeah, man. I, I really respect don't. him for doing that. You know, you know, making amends for for other things, but to me, Tiger is nothing to prove. I just want to see him play. Yeah, that's I it. love he watching does. him play. I love watching him fix like rigs and Trent swing. I love that dude at this point more than I see like watching him struggle to keep up with competition. Like when I see Tiger smiling and just giving some fucking jabroni like us a little swing tip and watching him flush something and he just lights up, that's the Tiger I want to see right now. I've seen every dominant version of Tiger that exists. We all know he lives forever. It's there. You can't argue anything he's ever done. I want to see Tiger happy. I want to watch him enjoy golf. Sunday red, baby. I think that's the thing, man. I think he's happy when he's competing. And yeah. you know what? Just so I just it, looked dude. it up because I wasn't sure. But he's only 48, which is very yeah. young in golfer terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, he might but bounce he's... back five years from now and be in better shape than he's ever been for all we know. Yeah. It's, and I would love it. Uh, it's just tough. And you know he loves his pain of, pills. It's whatever. Yeah. It's <laughs> just <laughs> tough with the amount of accidents he's had. Um in like injuries from car accidents and stuff and it there's a lot more going on there that we're not seeing it's not age i think that's a fun prop at though i would like to see the odds who who wins an event first charlie or tiger, tiger or charlie i think charlie yeah I think charlie, that kid man. is crazy what do you think that what do you think the odds are though they'd have like, to be close tiger's the favorite for sure charlie would have to be like honestly because think about it like tiger even though he won't he could realistically compete in some like shitty field and win it like have a really good chance of winning it, where Charlie's still only like fifteen. Yeah. So right? Charlie would have to be like a I don't know plus twenty five hundred underdog. You yeah. take I would take I would I'd, take it. Yeah, I'd I'd get on it. I'd still take it. Yeah. I would want to bet that ticket Actually, physically so I could not, keep it. You know what though? He'd be probably even higher because again, like he's only a sophomore in high school where Tiger can compete in any tournament he wants. Like right now, so it, he's probably a higher underdog, but. That'd be a good way to hedge, though. That'd be if, fun. If someone, somebody put that out. If anyone ever put that out, you just take Charlie, and if Tiger just decides he wants to play in the John Deere, you just hammer his future. Yeah, that's true. Hedge I, out a little. I think Tiger's just waiting so he could play with his kid in a professional tournament. Oh, no doubt. Like a full-on He's professional. He's LeBron Jamesing. Yeah, and then he'll probably Dude, 50 retire. days till Augusta, baby. Oh, man. Seen the commercials for it? I'm pumped. I, dude, honestly, like, I felt that, obviously, outside of the, the illness or whatever the fuck was going on on Friday, that Thursday, like, he, he looked pretty good. I mean, he, ha- he made some mistakes. He was even par, but mm-hmm. he definitely had his chance to get, like, two or three under. And, he's always going to look good. You know, he hasn't played Riviera as much as he's played Augusta, and he knows that course extremely well. And if he could birdie the par threes, which he knows a lot, birdie the par par fives, catch a couple of birdies on the par fours, maybe he makes the cut this year. I don't know. Good. I'm all for it. Yeah, it would be cool to see him. Um, okay, Eli, I know you had some UFC you wanted to go over. I think, was there a card we had some, this past weekend? Oh yeah, we had some, some fighting, dude. We had some fighting. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in the UFC right now. It's getting a little, it's getting revived a little bit. Um, you got your loudmouth big guy in Sean Strickland. 
Um, he's venturing in a world that yeah, we've never like seen the UFC. Bro, I love it. Him ripping on MGK and Megan Fox is so fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, dude, MGK's an idiot. He's I weird. like his music, but he's just an idiot. His, okay, his new tattoos, have you seen them? Yeah. Uh, horrendous. Don't. It's, there's a lot going on. Um, I don't want to give MGK the airwaves. I like his music, but he doesn't deserve to be talked about. Um, Sean Strickland, he's, he's venturing into the shit talker realm. Which is very satisfying. I feel like the UFC needs that, though. On the internet. I mean, you got a lot of guys in the UFC that don't... They don't do anything other than fight. Like, when you see, like, a, a Holloway, he's never going to be, like, an internet superstar. Like, he's a dog. He's one of... He's the blessed, dude. He's one of the best strikers the UFC's ever seen. But Sean Strickland went and fought... Um, oh, my God. What is his name? I, I'm losing it. But he just fought one of the streamers... And he he beat the hell out of him, obviously. Like, he's a streamer. But, like, he sat back then and gave, like, he's like, hey, man, like, that was cool. Like, I like that. I respect that. And that's the cool thing about Strickland. Like, the one time when he fought Duplessis in the in the stands and he waved to the family in between them, he's like, can you please move over? Like, I'm going to beat the hell out of the guy behind you. <laughs> the UFC hasn't had that since Conor McGregor. When Conor McGregor was showing up to the press talks late, Walking over to his competitor, taking the belt, putting it in front of him and screaming and then leaving. The UFC hasn't had that dynamic. Yeah, I miss that for a, for a more casual fans. The like entertainment, me. man. Yeah. Like, so we had a great card this last week. Um, Valishvili, uh, beat Henry Cejudo. Cejudo is weird. He's a born wrestler that refuses to grapple in the UFC. And he, so he's he's got the Justin Gaethje dynamic where Justin Gaethje is an all-American wrestler, right? He just wants to throw hands. He wants to fight, yeah. <laughs> but Cejudo can't do that. So Valishvili broke his forearm mid-fight. You saw in the second round, this man's arm was swelled up to just like Popeye levels. <laughs> and, you know, he goes to check a kick and, like, you see it, man. Like, you're feeling it, dude. Like, it's rough. Uh, Valishvili gets the win. Shout out to my Georgians, Rockley. Yeah, I know you were all hype. all about it, man, and I love to see it. It's really cool. Um, I'm not a Cejudo fan. I respect him as a fighter, but I hate watching him fight. He's a wrestler background with one submission win in the UFC. I mean, oh, play your cards, man. Like you got you got Ace Jack on the blackjack table, and you're letting the people around you try to win the hand. Like it's just corny. We hate to see it. Um, Robert Whitaker with a standard fight. The Whitaker Paulo Costa fight. Was as as Whitaker as Paulo Costa could ever be. Whitaker and Costa both win and lose fights that you don't expect them to win and or lose. Costa hasn't had a big win in God knows how long, and that continued against Whitaker. But of course, it went to the the decision. Um, I wanted to see one of them get knocked out. I wanted to see some fireworks. Whitaker is a workhorse in the UFC. Um, he's been fighting middleweight as often as anybody in the middleweight in the last five years. He takes every single fight that he can ever get. They're all decent. They're all mid-card co-mains. They're all cool, but none of them ever sit in your brain. It's never a Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz fight. He like just shows up. Kinda like, oh my God, I'm going to remember Yeah, man, forever. it's just like a Whitaker fight. It's like when you go and spar your gym. If you've ever trained MMA in your entire life, you go spar in the gym with pads and everybody shakes hands and walks it off at the end, that's a Whitaker fight. Um, he got another win. He's 26-7. and seven. It's brutal to talk about a guy like that. 
Um, but it is what I see with my two occipitals. Uh, Geoff Neal and Ian Gary, that was a great fight. There was a lot of striking going on. It was another decision. This was such a striker card with almost no knockouts whatsoever, which was really weird. These dudes were beating the hell out of each other all night. And Damn, nobody was going knockouts? down. That's crazy. Until the absolute main card where uh, Ilya Tapora, Tapora, another Georgian, knocked out Volk. That's crazy. Stunned Volk. Volk started leaking in the second round. I got the time down here at 3.32. Um, Ilya's 15-0. The crazy thing going into this for the betters was everybody saw this fight being an Ilya submission. Because... Phenomenal ground game. Volk cannot roll. He has no ground game whatsoever. He stands with you. He's a pit bull. He's hard to knock out. He's compact. He's moving left and right. Great slips, great pushes. He stunned Volk. Boom. Just snooze button. Caught him right on the chin, right before the fence. Volk dropped like a Bills pregame folding table, dude. It was crazy. I was going to bet Ilya by submission, Volk by knockout. Wow. Sat it out. Didn't like how the card was feeling. Um, I'm a big believer in the card. I think the energy is in the building. I think the crowd has some type of dictating on the fights. I think they encourage certain things. Yeah. They were encouraging striking that night. The better brain would have told you Volk knockout. Ilya knockout was crazy. So he moves to 15 and 0 and takes the featherweight title. Um, but all in all, dude, great card for the Georgians. Shout out to Rockley again. I'll send you all the clips. He's a doctor now. That's awesome. Love that guy. Huge man. But dude, it was it was a great fight. It was it was I a great card. All the favorites won except the main event. Yeah, Volk was That's big crazy. time favorite. Volk was a very very big favorite because favorites Volk went eleven and one on the card. And, and that's, he was the only loser. That is not the spot you thought it was going to switch. Crazy. If I was going to bet an underdog, I thought about, I kind of talked about betting Ilya, but I wasn't convinced enough to pull the trigger. It was a very, very 50-50. Yeah. If it was a ground match, sure. But, it, dude, it was a great, I mean, Dana's getting back. Dana's biting at reporters. I love, I love see it. I Hey, love why Dana. can't you guys get Connor to fight? Have you ever been rich before? <laughs> you fight for money. They're like, what about legacy? He's like, you're a loser. If you were rich, you wouldn't be here asking me these stupid questions. <laughs> That's what the UFC is taking over the WWE as the trash talk entertainment. And I'm it. all about it, dude. When Dana White like started shitting on Peloton, did you see that? No, but I love it. No, so uh, they found out Peloton was giving Theo Vaughn a hard time on some advertisements. Theo Vaughn, so he called, yeah so advertises for Peloton. It was some, it was something <laughs> like that, and uh, he called up his his people. He's like, I want every Peloton in the trash, and threw out every single one across all the UFC Good. gyms. And I'm like, I love Good. this dude so. This much. is what happens when people take back. Yeah, all I right. Love it. Would you spend two minutes in? in the ring with a UFC fighter to get free lessons from Tiger for life. No, because I wouldn't be able to oh, utilize yeah, the lessons. Would, you would. Yeah. I feel, but you could get crippled. Yeah. I mean, could. The, well, is there what a is the game for the, the fighter? Fight? What's that? Is there a ref to stop the fight? Cause I just, you know, if I get knocked out or I get submitted, like who cares? No, full two minutes. If you get heel hooked, you may never walk normal again. If you get arm barred, you're never going to swing. Right. So like, what does the fighter get out of it is the question. Do they get 
something out of maiming you because if that's the case no they're just useless. have brass knuckles yeah human emotion sure. human so emotion weird. might kick in where the guy's like okay let's just like run around for no, two like, minutes no like like a like a real fight does like, he know me he might not know if I'm a good grappler or something like that okay. he might like no. take his time for the first minute and then I just okay. run and away enough, like enough the- with all the ex- <laughs> enough with all the side shit a full full fledged UFC match for 2 minutes to yeah, get, to get lessons would, from Tiger for rest of your life. Would. No way. Yeah. yeah, they'd break. They'd break something significant on my body. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did see. Um, so, which was this UFC that just happened? Like two ninety nine or two ninety eight? Two ninety eight. Okay, because like the card was announced for three hundred, right? And everyone thought it was going to be big, and it kind of like fell flat. Well, Sean O'Malley's fighting in March. I think everyone thought Connor was going to be on it, right? That's what they want. Yeah, you're gonna, you're getting, a, you're getting O'Malley. They want O'Malley. I mean, they don't want O'Malley to be the face. O'Malley is he's he's right there. I mean, he's not ever going to have the star power. Um, UFC 299 is going to be awesome. Uh, I mean, you go all the way back. The entire main card of UFC 299 is one of the best cards I've seen in quite some time. Oh, that's cool. But the difference is, it doesn't tend to the common watcher's eye. Yeah. You got um, Song Yedong versus Petrion. That's a huge fight. Huge fight. That is such a dog fight. That's the fifth fight on the card at Bantamweight. Welterweight, Gilbert Burns, uh, Jack Maddalena. You've got Kevin Holland versus Michael Page at Welterweight as well. Lightweight is Poirier versus St. Dennis. And then Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera at the uh, the main event for Bantamweight again. I mean, Marlon Vera is any any UFC fighter. We've been watching Marlon Vera for quite some time. I mean, I'm I'm betting on his leg kicks every single time this guy fights over Sean O'Malley. No, that's where it comes in. Sean O'Malley's a chin sniper. Like Sean O'Malley's the type of dude that's going to take yeah. your chin off before his foot Vera's foot gets to his face. Um, but the cool thing about this card is you're going to see the fireworks on social media. It's going to be talked about. Okay. It's going to have that like. Hype up like when you saw um, Strickland fight last time, and uh, it's dude, it's gonna be awesome. I mean, UFC is getting back. It's great to see. I love it. Um, you guys know if you've listened for quite some time. I love the UFC. There's nothing I love more than spending my Saturday night in my house, shut off from the world, watching a great UFC card with like a bottle of whiskey or something, man. It is just the best. And Saturday, March 9th is going to be no different than that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. We should just get together and throw some parlays together and just have a night. Yeah, that does sound Just fun. guys being dudes. Guys being dudes, man. The madness right see in the corner, night. baby. I'll see you there. Ooh, we're getting there. We're so close. Yeah, yeah. Great episode, boys. Great good, to be back. Good to see you all. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Fuck the Chiefs, man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Put it out. Old we news. We had to get that in there. 